You know, when you pray for the good of Jerusalem, for the peace of Jerusalem, you enjoy it. So Nigeria is our own Jerusalem. Yes, that's the physical Jerusalem out there, which is also chosen by God. They have a very, very important role to play in this last day. And that's why you can see everything about Israel. You can see the hand of God so strong right there. You know, of recent, I just decided to watch a film called The Raid on Entebbe. How many of you have watched that film? The Raid on Entebbe. It's a 1976 or 1977 film. I've watched it once or twice before. But at times I said, okay, let me just watch. I just remembered it again about the nation of Israel, how the hand of the Lord is so strong upon that nation. They're using ordinary things, and then you see God move on their behalf. That film is free. It's on YouTube. You need to go and watch it. It's based on true life story. And then maybe I should just say a bit of it so that you can go and see the hand of God. God moving in the life of men unknowingly bringing to pass and showing the word that my hand is upon Israel. And I want to tell you the hand of the Lord is upon Nigeria as well. So that see the impossible things... The things that you think is impossible. God using natural things. Causing them to be possible. It was an impossible task. It was an unbelievable task. And yet. God moved. Using the Israeli commandos. You need to go and watch it. 1976. A plane flying from the Paris. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a France plane. And then there were about 100 Israelis on that plane. And then the Palestina terrorists hijacked the plane. And then stopped over at Libya. Then from Libya stopped over at uh, Uganda. And then there were about 200 plus civilians in the plane. And they released every other nation in the plane. Let them go and kept the Israelites. And then we're requesting for things. It was a fight against the Israelites. And they were not ready to bow. They were going to kill all of them. But not knowing to them, there was a military plan. And all the way from Israel, about 100 commandos flew undetected, landed at night at the Entebbe airport where these Israelites were kept. And delivered all of them. Pick them. Put them inside the plane. On another man's land. 
One of the leaders of the troop were, were killed. That's the elder brother of um, Benjamin Netanyahu, the former uh, prime minister of Israel. That's Jonathan, or what we know as Jonathan Netanyahu, was killed. And so when you watch it and you understand the workings of God, you look at certain things happening in this country, you know that, forget it, there's nothing impossible. Amen. There's nothing impossible. I love watching Israelis seeing the Six Days War. You heard of the Six Days War? Ah, it's good to look at this history. Look at history and see the hand of God and see prophecies fulfilled. Before 1948, there was no nation called Israel. No nation. There was no Israel on the map of the world. The Israelites were scattered all over the world. They had no nation. It was part of the prophecy. Said they will be scattered all over the world. So, but a time will come that I will bring them back to their own land. And they came to their own land with hostility all around them. The Arab nation are against them. And then they fought them. Within six days, Israelites fighting all the Arab nations around them gained more part of their land back, finished the war, came on top. Small nation. The hand of God. It's got the hand of God. And the Bible says that when you see that happen, it said that generation will not have passed before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the generation is a hundred years. 1948. And we are in 19, I mean, 20, 2023. 100 years after 1948 is what? 2048. He said, That generation wouldn't have passed. You will see all of these things begin to come to pass. Well, that's a parable. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then Jesus Christ also gave it as a parable though. Why am I saying this? When the hand of the Lord is upon a nation, the impossible happens. They may have suffered for a long time. But when their time of visitation has come, remember the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he entered Jerusalem, the Bible says he wept over the city. Now put it up. Luke chapter 19. Let's even start the whole thing from there. You know, it's our month of quantum leaps. And not only quantum leaps for us, but quantum leaps for this nation. I decree a quantum leap for Nigeria in the name of Jesus. It's not only a quantum leap for us, but a quantum leap for this nation, Nigeria. Luke 19, 41. Luke 19, 41. 
And when he was come near, he beheld the city that's near Jerusalem, Jesus Christ, and wept over it. A lot of people have wept over Nigeria. Saying, if thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace. Thank God we know in this country. We know. We know the things that belong to us, that, that will cause peace in this nation. That will cause the will of God to come to pass. That will cause tranquility. That will call, cause the economy to work. He says, but now they are hid from your eyes. Are they hidden from your eyes? You know, it's still hid from some people's eyes. Because they are still after the old order. <laughs> they don't know God is doing a new thing. He said, for the days shall come upon thee, that your enemies shall cast a trench about you, and compass you around, and keep you in on every side, and shall lay you even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not live in thee, one stone upon another. Why? Because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. He said, why is it, why is all these things happening to you? Why is it that your enemies have come, they've attacked you, and they dealt with you, took over, and then burnt the city, brought down everything. Why? He said, because you didn't know the time of your visitation. But now we know. Amen. Nigeria, this is the time of the visitation of God upon our nation. It is not tomorrow. Don't let anybody tell you that it is next four years. No, it is not the next four years. Don't believe it. If you believe it, ha! He said, see, see, why is it that the city of Jerusalem was destroyed? Because they didn't know the things that makes for their peace. And then two, he said these things were hidden from them. And then he said two, they didn't even know the time of their visitation. And don't believe that, see, Nigeria cannot change. Nigeria cannot change. No, 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 no. This is the time of visitation over our nation, Nigeria. You have to believe it. You have to speak it. You have to declare it. Hallelujah. If this is the only prayer you can pray for Nigeria, say, this is the time of visitation. God's visitation upon Nigeria in the name of Jesus. And then you just say it. Just one sentence like that every day. That's enough. And you must say it every day. Declare it every day. Uh, some of you are saying, maybe uh, we've been praying since, since and nothing happened. Your prayers have been answered now. I said your prayers have been answered now. You remember the children of Israel, they were in Egypt for 430 years. They were groaning, praying, praying, praying. And their time of visitation came. Some of them almost, almost lost the time of visitation. When Moses came, they were fighting against Moses. But thank God, there were other people that understood, no, this is the time. 
And they cooperated with God. And God led them out of Egypt. We are moving into our freedom in this country. I said we are moving into our freedom in the name of Jesus. No longer shall we be under the bondage of the cabal. In the name of Jesus. Cabal of any sort. Whether from west or from the north. Because we always say, when we say cabal, we say north. Who told you that it's only the northerners? The cabal is a mixture of the Igbos, the Yorubas, the Hausas, the Fulanese, and the other tribes. So don't, don't believe those things. You see part of the cabal, they will come out and be fighting. It's a lie. They are not fighting. They are just confusing you. Hallelujah. Are we mentioning names? Say somebody is angry, then that means he's a cabal. If somebody now says and say, Pastor, why are you saying what you are saying? I will say, is your name Kabbal? <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> so, so nobody can say I, I called anybody's name. And then you cannot say I called one tribe and I didn't call the other one. I called every tribe. Glory to God. God is destroying their plans. We stand and declare that this is our time of visitation. We experience God's visitation upon our nation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. A nation that is supposed to be set on a hill is right in the valley. A nation that everywhere in the world they are supposed to be coming into this nation. That God has so blessed. We are taking our position. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So you know, you know now that it is not just your time of visitation. It's also the time of visitation of our nation. And so we've been talking about our quantum leaps. So this quantum leaps is also for our nation. God is saying this is your time of quantum leaps. And you need to understand that. You need to know. He said that the, the Jerusalem as a city, the people in Jerusalem as a city experienced the destruction of Jerusalem. Why? Because they didn't know the things that make for their peace. One. Two, they didn't know the time of their visitation. God wants you to experience quantum leaps this month and beyond in the name of Jesus. And so, what are the things that make for quantum leaps? What are the things that make for quantum leaps? And then we've started looking at some of these things and uh, we did say that quantum leap is a big breakthrough in any area of 
our lives. It can be in your spiritual life, it can be in your marriage, it can be in your career, it can be in your business, it can be in your health, in your finances. There are people that obviously is not showing that they are sick, but they know what is going on in their body. And they've been there. They've been experiencing these things year in, year out. Some of them for two, three, four, five years. Now, when you experience quantum leaps in your health, what does it mean? Such a thing is broken. And then you begin to see peace in your body. That is quantum leaps in your health. And I see someone experiencing that in the name of Jesus. And it's important that we do not just experience quantum leaps. We must experience an enduring and sustainable quantum leap. An enduring and sustainable. So that is why we must know the things that make, make for it. The things that will cause these quantum leaps in our lives. So, and if you are going to have an enduring, sustainable quantum leaps, you must know where it starts from. It starts from within. Come on, say it starts from within. It starts from inside of you. Tell your neighbor, it starts from within. Tell the other neighbor, it starts from inside of you. So the place of your inner life, inner life, that's the, your life that is not seen by people. What is going on on the inside of you is your inner life. What is going on in your heart is your inner life. What is your mindset? What is your dominant thought? How do you interpret things? How do you respond to things? In your life. Now these are. The operations of your inner life. Those things are very important. If you are going to experience quantum leaps. And you are going to sustain such a quantum leap. So that is why it is important. That we begin to have a shift. In our mindset. And one principal thing that affects our mindset is called the word of God. Come and say the word of God. The word of God. Tell you about the word of God. So the word of God is the seed for quantum leap. Is the seed. The seed that produces the quantum leaps. <clears throat> So the word of God is not a product. It's the seed that produces a product. The word of God is the raw material. The raw material. Before the raw material can be useful, a lot of things need to happen with it, right? But the raw material on its own is very, very powerful. You know, one of the insane things that is happening in this country, Nigeria, is that we have raw materials. 
And then we are so lazy that we cannot use, convert our raw materials to a finished product. And you know what we are doing with the raw material in Nigeria? Especially crude oil. We will sell it to another country. They will use the raw material and they will produce fuel for us. And we will now go and buy it. Crazy. Extremely crazy. I mean, I mean, you discuss this with the primary school students and the primary school students will be looking at you and say, what's wrong with you, sir? Yes. Primary school students will say, sir, is there a problem with your brain, sir? That you have raw material, you now give it to someone else, and now makes it and turn it to a finished product, and then you go and be buying from the person. Sir, is your head correct, sir? You can go home. Thank God they are not here. The children are not here. Please, when, they, when you get home, try and explain this thing to those children and let them hear their response. They will tell you that this doesn't make sense. Sir. And that's what, that's, what, that's what our leaders have been doing. That's what they've been doing. How? When technology does not belong to anybody, the technology is everywhere. And don't be thinking that because um, this guy Dangote ha is uh, have a, a refinery now that is going to work automatically. You don't even know these people. You're a joker. You don't know them. And Dangote doesn't even know them yet. And that is why there's a shift. In this nation, there's a shift. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So the word of God is the seed for quantum. So when you say the word of God, which is your raw material that God has given you, and then say, ah, that's why you're just saying we should start the word, stay with the word. Please, my husband, help me study the word. Does that make sense? You have a raw material. Say, no, I don't want to do it. No. So, the seed that produces the miracle in your life, the quantum leaps, the breakthrough in your life, is the word of God. Is the word of God. When you experience any kind of breakthrough outside of the word of God, you have to sustain it by your own strength and your power. But if you want God to sustain your breakthroughs, then it must flow from the seed of the word. It's very important. 
So what we do with the word of God in our inner life, or what we allow the word of God to do in our inner life, we determine our next quantum leap. Quantum leaps should be a normal thing that announces and releases us into a new season in life. Quantum leaps is God's design to release us to a new chapter. Quantum leaps is God's design to release us to a new season in our lives. So when you say, I have moved on to the next level, it's because there's a quantum leap. You just leaped into a new step. So God's idea of moving you to the next level is not one step. Mm -mm. God's idea is when he wants to move you, you take two steps. That's quantum leaps. That's God's plan for your life. So that's his plan. Every time he wants to move you to a new season, there's a quantum leap that is prepared for you that will move you to that next season of your life. Let me prophesy upon your neighbor and say you are moving to your next season with a quantum leap. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So in Luke chapter 8 and in verse 11, Jesus, in the parable of the seed, when he was interpreting the parable, told his disciple. Romans 8, 11, he said, now the parable is this. The seed is what? Is the word of God. The seed is is the word of God. And it's amazing that the seed actually fell on four different soil. And it was only just one soil that experienced quantum leaps. Only one. The same raw material was released upon four different soil. So you can see that what we do with the word of God or what we allow the word of God to do in our lives is what determines the next quantum leaps that we experience. It is not just the word of God coming. The word of God is the raw material. The raw material must mix with something. The Bible says that the word of God came unto them, but it didn't profit them because this raw material did not mix with faith in them. You see that? Rather than it profiting them, what did he actually do? They were at loss. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. The word of God is coming to your life and it will profit you. It's going to mix with your faith and it will produce results in the name of Jesus. Look at verse 15 of that Luke chapter 8. He said, but that on the good ground... Are they weak in an honest and good heart? Can you see the place of the heart there? The heart which signifies your inner life. What is it that is happening within you? What is happening on the inside of you? What is going on in your heart? 
He said, so the word of God comes into the heart of man. And then begins to walk in the heart of men. Begin to mix with faith. Begin to get established inside of their heart. Then the Bible says. Begins to produce result. Look at it. With an honest and good heart. Having heard the word. Then they did what? They kept the word. They didn't allow the word of God to disappear. That's what it means, kept. They kept the word in their heart. You know, this morning when I was speaking with the workers, we looked at uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 28. He said, because these people did not retain God in their knowledge, then what did God do? God gave them up to a reprobate mind. In other words, from a natural standpoint, the way it works is that if God is not retained in your knowledge, if the word of God is not retained in your heart, then you naturally begin to enter into reprobacy. Then all that negative forces begin to take over your life. And that's why you begin to see all kinds of manifestations. That you begin to wonder what's going on. And you can't control the way you even behave. And what is going on there? Because you are not retaining God. You are not retaining the word of God in your life. So therefore God gave them up what? To a reprobate mind. How powerful mind is. How powerful the mind is. Is that that God is in the mind? Or it becomes what? Reprobate. <laughs> and a reprobate mind is the playground of the devil. Matthew chapter 13 verse 23. Let's look at Matthew's own writing about this. He says, but he that received seed... Into the good ground. Is it that heareth the word. And then understandeth it. The place of understanding. Sit down. Understand the word. There's nothing wrong. That if you don't understand the word. That after service. That's why we have. Um, uh, the DRG meetings. After services. You go to your different families. You can raise your hand and say, this part, I really do not understand it. Can you explain it better? The place of understanding is very important. And then Luke says, you must keep it, retain it, retain it, retain it. We are asking you, what did you learn last Sunday? And then you are looking. You are looking like, uh, you are not retaining the word. That's, that's physically knowing already that you have broken one law of the workings of the word of God in your life. You have to retain it in your knowledge. When you say knowledge, there are physical things that are responsible for your knowledge. Your brain. Your brain is the physical uh, organ of your life that is responsible for your, for your knowledge. 
the brain retains what you know. So in other words, God is saying the word of God must be retained in your brain. There must be first a head knowledge of the word. You must first get it into your brain. And then the Holy Spirit will walk with what is in your brain and then begin to produce the revelation behind the word. Very important. So that when you, are, you just say, okay, I'll just be hearing the word of God, but my mind can go anywhere. No. The mind is the key receiver of the word. Is the key receiver. Hallelujah. The seed, the seed, which is the word of God, is the seed for quantum leap. Look at how the psalmist describes it. In Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. He says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Look at it. Because he is delight in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. What the process of retaining the word of God is called meditation. To retain God in your knowledge. To retain the word of God in your life. You must Allow for the process of meditation in your life. He says, this guy meditates on the word of God day and night. And then what happens? Verse 3, he says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Oh, look at the meditation of the word of God repositions you in the realm of the spirit and places you beside the living word. There are people here today in the realm of the spirit you are in a dry place. You can get yourself out of a dry place and get yourself beside the rivers of water. You don't even need prayer for that. Amen. You just, you just need to get in the word of God and then begin to do what? Meditate on it day and night. Day and night. Morning and then evening. You grab that word. And then look at it. And say it to yourself. Just speaking it to yourself. And then as you're speaking it to yourself. You're thinking over the word. That's the way you meditate. You speak it over your life. You speak it. You speak it. You speak it. And then you think over it. Day and night. He says... It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. How? What is going to happen that whatsoever he doeth shall prosper? There is a wisdom that will come by the reason of your meditation that will begin to guide you on what to do and how to do it. And that's the problem. A lot of people think that just meditation and then you meditate and then that is it. No, in the place of your meditation, then you begin to assess the wisdom of God. You will just know that, oh, I need to start a business. 
You just know that this is the time for me to resign from my workplace and then start a business. And you just, your eyes just opens up to something you have never seen before. And you're like, wow, so you guys have been doing this and I didn't know. And then your eyes just opens up to it. And then you say, come on, that is it. And then the wisdom of God will begin to guide you. That's why it says, he shall, whatsoever he do it, shall prosper. You will just discover you are unable to do what you are not supposed to do. You just discover you are beginning to do what you are supposed to do. Hallelujah. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost that comes as you begin to meditate on the word of God. Because the seed, the word of God is the seed for your what? Quantum leaves. Come on, say it boldly. The word of God is the seed for my quantum leaves. In the name of Jesus, I receive this revelation. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. So we are looking at it. That seed, the word of God is the seed. The word of God is the seed. And then you know we did say on Wednesday, I believe. You see that the word of God forms the foundation for your hearing. That as you meditate on the word. I'm not sure if it was on Wednesday or maybe I was speaking with some few people. I think I was speaking with some few people. Amen. That see, the word of God... The word of God, when you begin to study, you say you can't hear from God. Start studying the word of God first. As you begin to study the word of God, it forms a foundation for your hearing. Because it's in the place of you studying the word of God and meditating upon the word of God that you will just know. You just know. In your heart. You just know in your heart that mm -mm, it's time to move out of this place. This is not a place for me. It's time to move. We can this shop, no, this is not the place. Look for another shop somewhere else. <laughs> you just know. Or you just see the strategy and say, this one that will come out and be and be using uh, can he, uh, megaphone. Buy oh, come buy oh, come buy oh, come buy oh, come and buy oh, come and buy oh. We said this one. You know, the other day I was walking, I began to see some people using megaphone to do the I said, Wow, it's been a long time. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. At times it's good. You just trek around to see what's going on. Amen. Bye, oh, bye. Oh. And God will say, no, no, no. Stop all those, all those things. Because you saw your neighbor doing it. He said, stop this. He said, go and meet. Go and meet. Minister Dami, let him teach you how to use online to take it to another level. Say, hey. Kill. And that's what you need. You just see that's just what you need. And if it came from God, forget it. <laughs> There's a quantum leap there for you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at this. He said the book, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So you can see meditation there is a place of the mouth in meditation. So that's why you need to speak the word to yourself. So meditation is not completed unless your mouth is involved. But thou shalt meditate during day and night that thou mayest. Now here is the issue. This is where we are missing it. That thou mayest observe. Ah, meditation 
places you in the position to observe. He's not saying to do. Hallelujah. He said to observe. The main active verb there is to observe. Then it was after then he now said to do. Hallelujah. That thou may observe. Observe what? To know. To know what to do. To know the step to take. So that's why as you meditate on the word of God, revelation comes. This is what I need to do. Then you do it. A lot of people are thinking that, oh, when you are meditating, it's just, meditation is just to help you not to slap your neighbor, to help you not to go and do bad things. That's a small level. Meditation brings you to do specific things. So you observe. What are you observing? You are observing the body language of God. You are observing the signals from heaven. Just know. Boom. As you meditate, you just know. Hmm? I need to write a book now. I need to write a book now. I need to write a book now. Boom. And then you write. And then, boom. Within, within two months, it's published. Boom. And you don't even know the reason. But you just know that I need to do that. And then you are thinking that it's the selling of the, uh, the book that will make all the difference. No, no. The book needs to be in the hand of someone. And then someone reads it and says, I want to invest into your business. Contact you. I said, please, you wrote this book. Please, I want to invest. I just want to put 5 million US dollars into your business. Amen. Ah, somebody didn't even say amen to that. And you're not expectant. It's called quantum leaps. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Jesus. He says, he says, observe to do to, according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make you. He said, you will make your way prosperous. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. There are things that have been written about your life. As you meditate, you observe to see those things written. It's not just about what was written in the Bible. No, you see those things written in the book of destiny. In your book of destiny. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. He said meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. That thy profiting may appear to all. This is quantum leaps. So the word of God is the seed for what? For your quantum leaps. And you know what? The new covenant operates on this principle of the effect of God's word in our inner life. If you look at the content of the new covenant that God says he was going to have with us, you will discover that he operates upon this principle. Maybe next Sunday we'll be able to look at it in details. But I'll just read and then we come back to it next Sunday. Hallelujah. Let's pick it from Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. Next Sunday we'll look at Jeremiah. 
Hebrews 8, 6. He said, but now, has he obtained a more excellent ministry? By how much also is the mediator of what? A better covenant. So we know that the covenant we have is what? A better covenant. Which was established upon better promises. So in a covenant, there are promises. So within a covenant, you must identify the promises. He said, he said, we have a better covenant, which was established upon what? Better promises. So there are content, content of the covenant. A covenant is an agreement. So when you enter into agreement with people, you write the agreement down. And there are contents. This is what needs to be done. This is this, this is it. This is it. You understand? So you must understand the content of it. He said, For if the first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. There was an old covenant. He said is was what? Faulty. If it was faultless, then there's no need for the second one, for a new one. All right. So he said, for finding fault with them, he said, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. He said, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Verse 10. For this is the covenant. So he began to tell us the new covenant. That I will make with the house of Israel. After those days. Say the Lord. What's the first thing he said about the covenant? He said, I will put my laws in their mind. <laughs> he said the first, the first act of the covenant is getting the word of God. Where? To their mind. Into their mind. He said, because they did not retain God in their knowledge. Romans chapter 1 verse 28. He said, God gave them up to what? A reprobate mind. If you say, I'm a new covenant believer. I'm a new covenant. We're under a better covenant. The question is, is the word of God in your mind? To show that you are a covenant person. New covenant person, you're preaching on thy better promises. The first sign of that covenant that God says is that I will put what? I will put my word in their mind, not in their spirit. Amen. Because that of their spirit is already given. Everybody that is born again, your spirit has been taken care of. The Holy Spirit is inside of your spirit. He said, but the effect of this covenant starts with the law in your mind. Then I will put my law in your mind. I will stop here. And so, the proof that you're a new covenant believer is, is the word of God in your mind. Where is your mind? Show me your mind. Where do you think your mind is located? Thank you. Somebody is pointing here and somebody is pointing here. Both of you are correct. 
Those are the actual physical organ that houses the mind is where? The brain. The, physic, the spiritual organ that houses the mind is the heart. And how do we describe the spiritual organ? We touch our heart here. Hallelujah. That's why I said both of you are Somebody else can also touch here. If you are touching here, this is where your spirit man, this is the physical description of where your spirit man is. Your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So we, we know the representative of your spirit, your heart. And then, you know, you have your brain here. That physically houses your mind. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Stand your feet this morning. <laughs> the seed of quantum leaves is what? The word of God. The word of God. The word of God is your seed for quantum leaves. And that word of God must find expression in your mind. We saw it in the new covenant. He said, I will put my law in their mind. I wanted to open your mouth and say, Lord, going forward, I'm going to curse and cooperate with your word to stay in my mind. In the name of Jesus, your word will be inscribed upon my mind, upon my heart. In the name of Jesus, yes, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray this morning. Pray, 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 pray. You want to experience quantum leaps? The Bible says concerning Jerusalem that they didn't know their time of visitation. That that was a problem. That was why that city was destroyed. But we know. We know the time of our visitation. He said they didn't know what makes for their, for their peace. We know what makes for us peace. We know one of it is that the word of God is the seed for our peace. The word of God is the seed for our quantum leaves. And the word of God must find expression in my mind. The word of God must find expression in my mind. In my mind. The word of God must find expression in my brain, in my intellects, in my mind, in my will. Thank you, Father. God. It's causing a shift in your mindset. Quantum leaves start from within. They start from your inner life. God is finding expression in your inner life. God's word is finding expression in your inner life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. This morning, if you are here 
Are you hearing me? On the internet. And you're not born again. And one of the simplest ways to know you're born again is if you're 100% sure that if Jesus comes now, you're going to go with him. You know it. You can't deceive your heart. But if you're not 100% sure, then you either need to give your life to Jesus or to rededicate your life to Jesus. I want all eyes closed. If you're that person this morning that you are here and you are not sure that if Jesus comes, you are going to go with him. The power of God is here to help you. It's not by power, it's not by might. But you just need to surrender. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Everyone, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. My eyes are opened. My own eyes. So, but every other person, close your eyes. Raise your hand wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. Raise it very well, please. God bless you. So the ushers are allowed to move around. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. Now, please, can you put that hand on your chest? Put a hand on your chest, please. And then say after me. My God. I know I'm a sinner. And I cannot save myself. But I know that you sent your son. Jesus Christ. To this world. To die for my sin. And on the third day. He rose again. Therefore. I give my life. To Jesus Christ. Today. In Jesus name. The blood of Jesus Christ has now washed away my sins. I'm born again in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are born again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Please, after the service, um, you'll be directed on where you would be seen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to God. Father, I declare upon your people, I release the blessing, the manifestation of the blessing this week in the name of Jesus. It's a month of quantum leaps. I decree quantum leaps for you in the name of Jesus. As you go forward, you go from the power of the Holy Ghost. God is leading you out, leading your path in the name of Jesus. Leading you into open doors, leading you into miracles, leading you into quantum leaps in the name of Jesus. The lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Yeah, you have a goodly heritage in Jesus' precious name. We pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Please be seated. Please be seated. Hallelujah.